Hi everyone, Matt Runge here and back with a solo episode. And for this one, I want to talk about switching your app to subscriptions. So I tweeted something the other day about how not to screw up switching your app to subscriptions. And this was largely drawing from our experience switching Astropad over to subscriptions a couple of years back, along with what I've been seeing other app developers doing with switching to subscriptions. And so I wanted to talk about that a bit more. The uh, What I posted on Twitter was quite a hit, so I thought I'd elaborate a bit more on the podcast about what I mean. So this all came about because I saw there was recently some controversy around the app Notability. And I didn't mention Notability in the tweet because I didn't want this to seem like I was picking on Notability because that's not the case at all. That just happens to be the one that got me thinking about this stuff again because they'd switched to subscriptions and as often happens, a lot of people are really upset about it. So it got me thinking again, like what could have been done better to make it a smoother process? And this is a lot about what we thought early on when we switched Astropad Studio to subscriptions. Astropad, we switched quite a while ago. That was in like 2017. So things have changed some since then. If anything, it might be a little easier now because people are seeing subscriptions more and more. But at the same time, there might be more subscription fatigue, hard to say. But a couple lessons from our experience and also from seeing what's happening to Notability I want to talk about here. So lesson number one, be extra generous with your existing customers. So this is something that gets a lot of folks in trouble with switching to subscriptions is you don't offer anything to your existing customers force them into a subscription plan. And, uh, you know, people are going to be upset about that, rightly so. I would be upset about that too. But your existing customers are what got you here. They're what you've been able to build your business around. Word of mouth is really the most powerful marketing medium, right? You really trust a friend's opinion more than an ad or more than some random person's opinion you read on the internet, right? Like if a friend recommends something to you, you're likely to take it really seriously. So while word of mouth is really hard to measure, it's really powerful. And so all those advocates you've got out there, all those customers, you really don't want to make them mad. And so you really should be giving them a really exceptional deal, something really, really nice that turn around. So maybe instead of them complaining about the switch to subscription, can you give them something that's so good that they're going around telling their friends about how generous the offer is, right? I mean, maybe you grandfather people in with a lifetime offer, right? Like that could totally work. Now, the other caveat I should put on this is I'm really talking about B2C subscriptions when I talk about this. You know, if you're in a different market where you don't have very many customers, you know, it's a many, many fewer customers and higher paying customers and you don't have a steady influx of new customers, a lot of what I'm talking about isn't probably isn't going to work. But in the case of the App Store, most of us are doing more B2C type subscriptions. So be extra generous with your existing customers. When we did it for switching to subscription for Astropad Studio, we gave them a couple months free. And honestly, I wish we'd given them more than that. I think we were at the time, it was a one month free trial. And I think we gave existing customers three or four months free. And that really wasn't enough. We really should have given them a year or more at least. So going back, I would change that. 
So lesson number two, don't remove features with a switch to subscriptions. So this kind of plays off the first one and it's like really being generous to your existing customers. But if you really want to make them mad, take a feature they've already paid for and now put it behind a subscription paywall. So if they want to keep access to it, they need to continue paying a subscription. That's a great way to get a customer base mad at you. Everyone hates this. Don't do it. In fact, I saw Notability did this and they faced such intense backlash that they had to reverse it. And what I didn't know as well is this is actually against the App Store rules. In fact, there is a rule about this that you can't do this. You can't take away subscriptions or you can't take away features and put them behind a subscription business model. Your existing customers need to still have access to those existing features is really as it should be. A better alternative is to keep the feature set as it is and introduce new features that are so compelling that even your existing customers want to subscribe to get them. That's really what we tried to do when we switched to subscription. We actually introduced a second app. So our first app was just called Astropad and we renamed it Astropad Standard. And then we introduced a second app called Astropad Studio. And then we made that one subscription only and we added a bunch of like pro level features. And the idea was that people that really liked it, really liked the new features, there was gonna be incentive for them to move over and subscribe. But we didn't take anything away from existing customers. People were still mad though. People were still mad, but I am happy with how we were we were able to do that when we made the switch to subscription and how we split it in two apps to have a cleaner transition. Now, the downside of what we did, and it has been a problem for us, is now still to this day, we do have two apps, two apps we do need to maintain. So that's something that we'll need to figure out in the future, Astrobed Standard and Astrobed Studio. Really, Astrobed Studio is our flagship app, so that's the one we we talk about a lot more. But yeah, that's how we made the switch to, to subscriptions with the extra app. So lesson number three, be very deliberate about your communications. So this isn't an email message you should draft the night before to your customers. You need to go over this again and again and again. You need to share it with as many people as you can find. You need to get their opinions on it. You need to revise accordingly until you're getting the right message across. Because people get very upset with the switch to subscriptions, so you need to be ultra crystal clear, and that's hard to do. So that's why you gotta revise, revise, revise. Again, not something we know throw together in the last minute, something you really wanna take your time to put together. Those are three of the suggestions I have for any apps making the switch to subscription. It did work for us. It did pay off. It did. It was the right move. And still to this day, we have the two versions of Astropad. We have Astropad Standard, which is a one-time purchase, and Astropad Studio, which is our subscription version with the pro, extra pro level features. I can't say I'd next necessarily recommend doing the two apps approach. Better to have it all in one. But at the time for us, that seemed like the smoothest way to do it. So yeah, if you're thinking about making the switch, I do encourage you to do it. If you're an app developer out there, definitely think about it. Paid upgrades would be another amazing option, but I doubt we're ever gonna get those on App Store at this point. Apple really sees subscriptions as the alternative to paid upgrades. So we gotta work with what we've got and subscriptions it is. So hopefully this helps you and switching your app over to subscriptions. All right, let me know what you think. As always, drop me a message, matt at astropad.com. If you like what you're listening to, leave a review. It does really help. Until next time, you take care now. Bye-bye.